Chapter Twelve of Miss Meredith. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Monica Rolly. Miss Meredith by Amy Levy. Chapter Twelve. You're not afraid," said Andrea as we turned on to the Lung Arno and came in sight of the house no i answered in all good faith a little resenting the question after all what was there to fear this was the nineteenth century when people's marriages were looked upon as their own affairs and the paternal blessing since it had ceased to be a sine qua non was never long withheld if andrea's family were disappointed in his choice and i supposed that at first such would be the case it lay with me to turn that disappointment into satisfaction i had but a modest opinion of myself yet i knew that in making me his wife andrea was doing nothing to disgrace himself his good taste perhaps was at fault but that was all you see i had been educated in a very primitive and unworldly school of manners and must ask you to forgive my ignorance yet i confess my heart did beat rather fast as we made our way up the steps into the empty hall and i wished the next few hours well over i reminded myself that i was under andrea's wing safe from harm but looking up at andrea i was not quite sure of his own unruffled self-possession a distant hum of voices greeted us as we entered growing louder with every stair we mounted and when we reached the landing leading to the gallery there stood the whole family assembled like the people in a comedy to judge from the sounds we heard they had been engaged in excited discussion everyone speaking at once but at our appearance a dead an awful silence fell upon the group slowly we advanced the mark of every eye then came to a stop well in front of the group it seemed an age but i believed it was less than a minute before the marchesa stepped forward looking straight at me and away from her son so as not in the least to include him in her condemnation and said i am truly sorry miss meredith for i was given to understand that your mother was a very respectable woman mother cried andrea with a pale face and flashing eyes be careful of your words then taking my hand he turned to the old marchese who stood helpless and speechless in the background and said loudly and deliberately this lady has promised to be my wife for an instant no one spoke but there was no mistaking the meaning of their silence then romeo called out in a voice of suppressed fury it is impossible andrea still holding my hand turned with awful calm upon his brother annunziata's ready tears were flowing and bianca gazed open-mouthed with horror and excitement upon the scene romeo said andrea tightening his hold of my fingers this is no affair of yours once before you tried to interfere in my life i should have thought the result had been too discouraging for a second attempt it is the affair of all of us when you try to bring disgrace on the family disgrace sir do you know what word you are using and in reference to whom oh the signorina of course is charming i have nothing to say against her he bowed low and as our eyes met i knew he was my enemy 
andrea said his mother interposing between her sons this is no time and place for discussion miss meredith shall come with me and you shall endeavour to explain to your father how it is you have insulted him my son said the marchese speaking for the first time with a certain mournful dignity never before has such a thing happened in our family as that a wife should be brought home to it without the head of the house being consulted what am i to think of this want of confidence of respect except that you are ashamed of your choice father answered andrea drawing my hand through his arm it hath throughout been my intention of asking your consent and your blessing nor has there been any concealment on my part from the first i have expressed my admiration of this lady very openly to you all what is the result that she is watched persecuted like a suspected criminal and finally driven away she a young girl a stranger in a foreign land can you expect the man who loves her to stand by and see this without letting her know at the first opportunity that there is one on whose protection she can at once and always rely andrea said his mother we did but try our best to prevent what we one and all regard as a misfortune miss meredith is no suitable bride for a son of the house of borghi oh as he opened his lips as about to protest i have nothing to say against her though indeed you cannot expect me to be lost in admiration of her discretion the marchesa shrugged her shoulders and threw out her hands as she spoke with an impatience which she rarely displayed andrea answered very quietly my mother this is no time and place for such a discussion with your permission i will retire with my father and miss meredith shall withdraw to her own room he released my hand very gently from his arm and stood a moment looking down at me you are not afraid elsie he whispered in english yes i am frightened to death it will be all right very soon must you leave me andrea yes dear i must he went over to his father and gave him his arm all this time annunziata was weeping like the walrus in alice her loud sobs echoing dismally throughout the house elsie said andrea as he prepared to descend with the marchese go straight to your room i turned without a word and stunned astonished unutterably miserable fled upstairs without a glance at the hostile group on the landing once the door safely shut behind me my pent-up feelings found vent and i sobbed hysterically was ever such a morning in a woman's life and i had had no breakfast i was not allowed much time in which to indulge my emotions very soon came a knock at the door and a maid entered with wine bread and chestnuts with the volubility of italian servants she pressed me to eat and drink and when she departed with the empty tray i felt refreshed and ready to fight my battle to the last a second knock at the door was not long in following the first and this time it was the marchesa who responded to my come in my heart sank considerably as the stately little lady advanced towards me and i inwardly reproached andrea for his desertion End of chapter twelve recording by monica raleigh